Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am just feeling absolutely juicy today. Just totally ramped up. I ran into a couple of people, Benny, coming in, um, you know, uh, to the studio. You know, we always Other than me. Yeah, I ran into I was taking a potty break. I know you were. I was running down the hall. I know you were. I almost bumped into you. You pretty Snuck much around the corner did. there. Where was your blinker? I, I didn't have it on because uh-huh. I was chit-chatting. There you go. Talking to people. Who were you talking to? Well, you know, I was talking to uh, some of the folks that are on the other stations here, uh-huh. uh, part of the Sandusky family. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they were asking, they were saying, what, what, you know, what's up with you? You know, what kind of day are you having? I said, I'm having a great day. Everything is just falling into place. What kind of day are you having? Yeah. Well, you know, I started yeah. out this morning. Uh, people really want to know. They basically want to know, what the heck are you smoking? Yeah. Dr. Pat, what are you smoking? <laughs> Whatever that, well, you know, I'm just breathing the air. And today the air is absolutely beautiful. It's crisp. And I get to come in and listen to the lineup for today. This is what will put a smile on my face. You know, I get up, I and, and Bobby does a great job, so I already know about, uh, you know, who's going to go, be on the Bobo. show. Yeah, hey, I mean, you know, it's it's so totally easy. I get to have a conversation right out of the gate with Peter Gosselin. That's my first conversation. Talking about his fabulous, absolutely, out-of-this-planet new book, High Wire, The Precarious Financial Lives of American Families. Yeah, and I want to know about that. And then we kick it up with Yvonne Oswald, Every Word Has Power. And then... And fasten your seatbelt. We are giving away seven boxes, seven boxes of Omega Bright, Omega 3s. Uh, Dr. Carol Locke is joining us on that show at the 11 o'clock hour. And then Dr. Ted Mortar coming on, international international best and we've got his workshop reduced to $29. You couple that with Dr. Pat's Holistic Makeover coming up and my very special guest right now. And I'll tell you, if you don't have a smile on your face, then come see me. I'm going to give you some smiley juice. (laughs) Some smiley juice? Some smiley juice. Wow. Well, you know, let me talk a little bit about Peter because we're thrilled to have him on the show. He's in Seattle right now. And, you know, you have a national economics correspondent for the Los Angeles Times, you know, a member of the news uh, of the newspapers of Washington Bureau. Here he is visiting fellow at the Urban Institute in Washington, D.C. Uh, you know, hops around New York, my hometown, does a few things there to make sure that we're all wise and aware of what's going on. Checks in with the family. I'm telling you, two time mm-hmm. winner sure. of the George Polk Award for investigative reporting very 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 rare going on right now but he is the man doing it and then we look and we say okay what else can he do what else can he do well what he can do is he can sit down and he can write a book talking about the reality that we have uh, you know what is part of the underpinning of the american dream you know what we have going on here and more importantly what do we need to know because without information and that's what this show is about without information education how can you make an informed intelligent decision guess what you can't and so let us all welcome um peter goslin to the show peter thank you so much for joining us here today it's an honor to be here dr pat well you know thank you for visiting seattle 
Seattle, first of all, uh, and for those of you that are listening, and I know many of you do listen from other places, all you need to do is go to the website, highwirethebook.com, highwirethebook.com. Check it out. You're going to be able to follow Peter around. Uh, you know, Peter, I, I could go on and on and on and talk about all of the things that you've accomplished. But I want to ask you this question because you have accomplished so many things and now have an incredible book. In your business, I cannot help but wonder what some of the obstacles, what some of the challenges are or were that you had to overcome to produce the results that you have. Well, well Dr. Pat, I, <laughs> unfortunately, um, I ended up, in some sense, a, a character in my own book uh, uh, <laughs> as I was writing it. Um, uh, one of the things I argue in the book is that over the last generation, before we got into the current economic mess uh, that, that the country is in, we had a lot of prosperity and a lot of people were doing really well. But something else was going on, something besides prosperity. And, and what I argue is that all of the struts that hold up American families, working families, from the working poor to the reasonably rich, have been weakened or knocked out right from under you so that you're carrying a much greater load of risk than you were before. And the, the fact of the matter is a lot of that risk came home to roost on my family. First, I'm, I'm, I'm a newspaper reporter. Right. Newspapers are in... People have stopped reading them. I don't, I don't know why, but uh, they, 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 they're in terrible trouble. And so that I know very much what it means to be in an insecure job. And then, as you read in the health chapter, um, our family faces a real challenge. My wife has had a cancer diagnosis, and we're, we've got two young kids, and we're, we're throwing everything we can at it. Um, uh, but uh, so I, uh, I spent the last four years interviewing people, uh, and I have even more than I did then a, a, a great, great sympathy for, for what people, the, 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 the setbacks people can be handed in the course of a, of a, a work life. Well, and you know, this is really the this is really the story about it. But you know, Peter, I got to tell you, you know what I love about listening to you? Uh, what I love is that you probably got hit harder than most people. Uh, j just frank, to be frank with you. Yeah. But the bottom line in all of this is, what did you do with that? Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe you went out and had a few beers or a couple of Jack Daniels, whatever you might have done. But basically, you sat down and you wrote a book. Yeah. Well, I hope it. I, I, I hope it helps. I. I what I try to say in the book is that even if you haven't had a taken a blow yourself, mm -hmm. um, that you're at greater risk of taking it and taking a big financial fall than you used to be. And and just so that I you stay ramped up and that you stay um, positive, I have to say that one of the things that sort of surprised me about the way people have reacted to the book is they say, "My God, it's really scary," but I try to be upbeat about this because America is an amazing place. We change directions. When, when we go in a direction that we find is a dead end, we do something about it as mm -hmm. a country. Mm -hmm. And these problems, these economic problems that I think have come to roost on, uh, on a whole wide swath of American families, we can do something about it. This doesn't have to be the way it is. It's not inevitable. And that's what I want to talk about with the book, because, you know, when you sat down to write the book, I mean, what did you have in mind? Did you did you sit down and say, well, I'm just going to sit here and complain about everything that's going on? I mean, I think you had a different motive. 
Well, I'll, I'll tell you the, 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 the question that I had in mind. We had a generation of prosperity mm-hmm. for, for, from, the, from the late 70s, early 80s. When we got out of the 80s recession on forward, the country grew like weeds. Um, uh, um, the economy grew like weeds. And, but one of the things that economic journalists like me and others never quite understood and could never fit in is that Americans in rising numbers, and, and, and not just poor Americans or blue-collar Americans, but even white-collar, college-educated professionals reported, when they were asked by survey takers, how do you feel about your economic circumstances, they reported growing numbers being uneasy and increasingly uneasy about their circumstances. And so what I set out to do was try to square those. How can you have an economy that is getting ever larger and, and, and more prosperous for most of this period, as mm-hmm. I say, until we hit the current mess. Um, and the people in it saying they're getting more anxious about their economic situations. And so I tried, that's, that's what I set out to, that's the, 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 the paradox I tried to set out to, to solve. Um, I, and I love that paradox because, you know, I think that's the, 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 the starting point and the tipping point, by the way. You know, I, I want to ask you your opinion. You, you know, how is it we're in this place? When, you know, honestly speaking, Peter, I, you know, I, I don't live in the place of gloom and doom. And I got to tell you. I think I got a little bit of that rubbed off on me here in the past couple of weeks. I don't live in that place. And, and, and it's easy for me to move out of it. But the point is that, you know, people are sharing it. And, uh, and I wanted to ask you, you know, more importantly, how did we get here? But what the heck do we have to do to pick ourselves up? I mean, we are truly, for those of us in this country, we're Americans. We know how to dust our, pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off. That's that's right, and the, one of the reasons um, I, I wrote the book is because it seems to me that the way the problems came seeping into our lives are precisely the ways where we wouldn't have noticed it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, to, to take something like your benefits for, for, right. for working Americans the, from you know after they get out of college to, to when they retire the real safety nets the things that really protect them economically right. are their employer provided benefits well who would have known that quietly you know really underreported undernoticed uh, was that the, the, the Supreme Court and the federal appeals courts have changed fundamentally changed the one law that really gives you the right to your employer-provided benefits and the remedy if you don't get them. And they've changed it. they flipped the, the law on its head so that it's much easier for your employer, for insurance companies, for benefit administrators to say either, no, you can't have those benefits, or we're only going to give you a little bit. And it's much harder for you to try to challenge that. So one of the things I was trying to do in the book is to show people where this this additional danger has seeped into their lives so that they know. You can, you can take a political view and say, okay, now we've got to take political action to change that, or you can simply say, okay, Gosselin's given me a little risk meter for American families, and I'm now, I'm now um, well-armed with information. One way or the other, if you're going to have families bearing a whole lot more economic risk, you've got to let them know 
Well, and that's really what we're talking about here, Peter. Uh, what I what I love about this conversation is you, you, me, all of us, we have choices around this. And, you know, what Peter Gosselin has done, he has written a book. It's called High Wire and the Precarious Financial Lives of American Families. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk to Peter about not only what he discovers, but, you know, what is he suggesting that we do? Uh, from my point of view, what I suggest that what we do from a, from a SO point of view is that we don't look at that glass as half empty because if we do it's going to be harder to take action when we come back let me give you my poly pollyannish kind of view of it and then peter's reality of it and together you have got a cocktail that will absolutely wet your lips stay tuned we'll be right back Dr. Pat's giving away an iPod to a lucky listener every month. Yep, every month. All you have to do is go to the drpatshow.com. That's the drpatshow.com. Then sign up for our weekly newsletter. When you sign up for the newsletter, not only will you be entered to win the iPod, you'll also be kept up to date on all the awesome things that we're doing here at the Dr. Pat Show. So remember, go to the drpatshow.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can't afford to miss out on this. Today's nutrition tip is about legumes or beans. Legumes are technically classified as a protein and can be eaten as an alternative to meat. They have virtually no fat, contain 7 to 10 grams of fiber, 3 grams of iron, and folate, an important B vitamin. Legumes regulate blood sugar, fill us up, satisfy, and only contain 80 calories per one-half cup. I'm Karen Bentley, creator of the Sugar-Free Miracle Diet at www.sugarfreemiracle.com. Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into a number one talk radio show, hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping to promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in the world. Do you feel stuck with anxiety or depression? Imagine having the momentum and the tools to create emotional freedom. Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough and Empowerment Program helps you to release deeply rooted emotions from your subconscious and cellular memory, thus allowing you to access your true potential. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND or visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debtfree mca.com 1150kknw.com your connection to alternative talk 1150 a.m.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I am your host, Dr. Pat Basile. For more about us, please go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com. Check it out. We've got the holistic makeover, overwhelming response, which I'll share a little bit more about later on. Right now, Peter Goslin joining us here today happens to be in Seattle. I want to mention to everyone, the book is High Wire. It is not about gloom and doom. You know, that's not what the book is about. That's not what Peter's message is about. You know, the book... And this is what I love about it. It is time for people like Peter to step up and come out and people like me to say, you know what? We have got some things we could share with you that that's really going to help. And the question is, what are those things? Peter, thank you so much for joining us here today. Now, I know you're in Seattle. I know that you're not going to be here very long. But would, how can people, if they, you know, if they happen to have some time today and want to meet you, get a copy of the book, do a signing, what could they do? Well, I'm going to uh, show up at the, the L.A. Bay Books uh, at, at about 12:45, and, okay. and 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 be talking to people there for a while. Uh, and um, and uh, um, if if I get a chance, I'm, I'll go over to the borders too. But uh, I um, uh, downtown. Um, so I, okay. I I'm going to be around um, all day, and and I hope to meet as many people as I can. Uh, yeah, and we hope to get people there. So, folks, if you uh, have nothing to do at 1230-ish or so and you're downtown, stop by Elliott Bay, say hi to Peter, get a copy of the book. You know, Peter, uh, I wanted to, to talk about this cocktail I mentioned before the, the break, and that is... You know, it, this is not about, you know, you and you, you and I commiserating being here and just talking. About, didn't you write this to provide solutions? I did. I mean, first and foremost, I wrote this so that people are aware mm-hmm. that, that, that they're bearing this 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 new burden that they hadn't borne before. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the things that if, if I'm right about this and I'm right about it, not just for people who are of you know, very, very limited means, but people really quite far up the the income and wealth ladder, uh, then people, you know, have got to protect themselves and their families. They've got to live lower to the ground. They've got to save more. They've got to avoid really exotic financial deals like these mortgages that got a lot of people in trouble. Um, but the other thing, the other message that I hope people take away from the book is that um, there are some things that we've got to throw in together to do. I mean, there are some risks that you just can't bear alone. I, the health insurance is a classic one. I mean, one year you're spending a thousand dollars. The next year, if you've got health insurance, somebody on your behalf is spending several hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you're in real trouble. And there's no way you could save on your own to cover the biggest costs that that, that you you can face in the course of a lifetime. Well, you know, I, I don't use this word that often, but you've kind of fired it up in me, Peter. Okay. I think, you know, personally, it is really time for a revolution of sorts around the whole health care thing. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, let me just be clear to everybody, Peter Goslin is not saying this in his book in, in so many words. But, but what I mean by that is that, you know, I remember I come from an era, and I think you do too, where, you know, if we didn't like something, we were stomping around about it. And I'm just wondering how far we have to go here to have health insurance, first of all, cut entirely out of pensions, if you have a pension anyway. And then, more importantly, the cost of actually paying for it is worse than ha- not having it. I mean, this is truly a dilemma, and I want to know how you address this in the book. Well, one of the things that I, I say about health insurance in the book is I'm very, I'm very un- worried that where we're going with health insurance, where certainly the 
current uh, administration wanted to take us and, and um, where I think um, Senator McCain would want to take us is often in America when, when, when there's a problem that we can't figure out how to solve, we, we lay it off on it, uh, on individuals and we sort of say they'll solve it. And, and, yeah. and the problem with health insurance is that first, it's ungodly difficult to figure out how to buy yourself. I, I mean, there are, you could stay up all night reading the fine print, and it would be unbelievable. It would be rare that you would catch what what is covered and what isn't. But the second thing is that health insurance companies, um, because there's such a cost difference between somebody who's healthy and somebody who gets a really serious uh, illness, the incentive for them to find ways to knock off the person who who has the the big cost is so great that they. It's, it's almost impossible to resist unless the market is really, really regulated. And so the idea of leaving it to individuals alone to go out and buy their own health insurance is a recipe, it seems to me, for leaving a lot of Americans dangling out there with huge costs that they can't afford to pay, treatments that they can't afford to get, and illnesses that without those treatments they're not going to live through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when when we look at what you've written about, I would like to ask you this question. You know, looking back and reflecting, and it's it, to me, that's what it seems like you've done. I mean, clearly, you know, the book is is, is receiving rave reviews. And and when, when we look back, I wanted to ask you, Peter, and all of the people that you've interviewed, all of the things you've done, you know, what is on, you, you know, Peter Gosselin's, you know, top three? What is on your top three things that we should know and be aware of right now uh, the, my top three let's see first i i just think people ought to know that uh the benefits that they get from their employer have really that the, their grip on them has been loosened by by legal changes made by the supreme court and i just think that's so important that people really look i know it sounds nerdy but i mean this law there's all our benefits are governed by one law called ERISA, the Employee yep. Retirement Income Security Act, and it just has really been flipped on its head. It's not me saying that. I, I, one of the standards I held myself to in the book is I wanted to quote Reagan-appointed judges saying that very thing, and that's all. I, I don't go to, the, to to liberal judges. I go to conservative judges, and they themselves right. say that. Right. So that's one. Two is, I think people have got to look at, at insurance, all kinds of insurance, health insurance, everything from health insurance to your homeowner's policy. The way insurance is working today, they know they, insurance companies have gotten so much better at teasing out the person who's going to have the high cost and charging them an arm and a leg or not insuring them at all, that that's a real danger. The, the, the old idea of pooling risk together, all of us throwing in a moderate amount so that the person who unfortunately has the setback is taken care of, or at least minimally taken care of, is being lost in the way insurance is, is, is working. And the final thing, I, I said it before, I just think we're in an era where the kind of growth we're getting, the kind of economic growth we're getting is one which is leaves us on our own to a much greater extent. And if we're that way, we've got to realize it. We've got to live low to the ground. And so those are my three. I'm, uh, um, uh, that's the three messages I'd hope that uh, mm -hmm. people would take away. Please explain what you mean by low to, low to the ground. I think I know what you mean. Uh, but I think it's important for, for our listeners to hear about that. Well, look, I, one of the things that I think is 
was part of the deal that people were kind of coached in um, over the last generation is that you can make it on your own. You you can you can do it yourself. And one of the ways you do it economically is you borrow. You 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 borrow. You, you're supposed to borrow yourself across the bad times. You create your own private safety net. And so people have done that with their credit cards, and people have done that with their homes. They've turned their homes into great borrowing machines. Well, that's fine as long as the good times continue. But it. As people are learning now, uh, and my impression is not around Seattle yet. It feels to me like this place is still is still growing. Um, um, but 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 in certainly it, it, where my newspaper is in Southern California and in large swaths of the rest of the country is that debt pushes you way out on the economic limb. And so that you, if if I'm right that we're in an era when people are being left much more on their own. Um, then you've got to you've got to be very cautious about about do, do, do taking on those kinds of obligations. You, you've just got to cut up some of those credit cards and not do fancy exotic deals uh, with mortgages. You've got you, you've got to assume that that um, um, you 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 are gonna sometime during your work life going to take a setback you're going to you're going to get ill and not be able to go to work you're going to get laid off you're downsized um uh, and you're going to have to be prepared to live through one of those periods and finally i think the other thing is while you're while you're living closer to the ground and and not living as extravagantly as as we all would like to um you've got to turn to your um elected representatives and say wait a second you know there there may have been a great there there is in this country a great tradition of frontiersmen on your own do it yourself but there's an equally powerful tradition that goes all the way back to the beginning of this country of sharing at least some minimal risks together, making sure that the person who takes the hit that we could have taken but we didn't is taken care of. And I think we got to go, we got to remind ourselves that that's equally an American tradition um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, as, as, as uh, you know, the Wild West and frontier uh, uh, approach. Well, isn't the change in the bankruptcy law here recently a demonstration of the fact that, you know, this isn't, you know, we, we're going to, you know, help those people out to take risk because bankruptcy was created, you know, not d- d- to address some of the things perhaps that are out now, but you know, basically to say, look, for those entrepreneurs that are out there that want to step out, take a risk and build a strong foundation in this country, you know, this is going to be your cushion. I mean, it wasn't that sort of like another message to say uh, we're changing things up? Yeah, you know, bankruptcy is an amazing thing. I mean, look, most of us, most of the time, don't go through bankruptcy. That's a, that's a fact. But the, the truth is that in, in American history, bankruptcy used to be the great economic development tool. I mean, and, and the places where they had some of the most debtor-friendly laws were in places like Texas, where, you know, if you go broke, you can keep your primary house, um, and you, you, can, you can shield it from bankruptcy. And the idea was that we want people to take risks. We want people to get up and dust themselves off and to try again, try mm-hmm. again to That's start right. that new company. And you, you can't, if, if you leave people with a yoke of debt around their necks um, from now to the end of their lives, they're not going to, they're, they're not going to uh, uh, um, start afresh and, uh, and, and be productive members of society. 
it is clearly a balancing act. You can't say to people, ah, you borrowed it, you don't have to pay it back, go on and do for it. I mean, it's a balancing act. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you that we've tilted it a long way in the direction uh, 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 away from um, the, the, the entrepreneurs and the people who uh, want to start things uh, and towards uh, the, uh, the creditors uh, over the last generation. Well, you know, uh, thank you. I, I want to thank you, Peter, for joining us here today. Thank you for taking the time, taking the past four years, sitting down and writing this book and, and for providing us. Uh, you know, sort of a new flair for looking at this. You, you know, I am inspired to know that there's somebody like you that's talking about, look, if you're going to stand for something, you got to stand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, don't, you don't sit. You're going to stand. You got to stand. And so, Peter, thank you. Let's give out your website and uh, let folks know how to find out uh, more about you. It's, it's highwirethebook.com. And um, more, more is coming on the website. Um, um, more profiles of the people who uh, whose stories I tell in the book and more of the quant stuff for people who like quantitative stuff um uh, but it's it's up and running now and um Dr. Pat, I'm immensely appreciative of you having me on and talking with me. Well, it's been fun. I wish we had more time, and maybe we'll have to do that and really go through the book. Uh, Much success. Don't forget, Elliott Bay, that's where Peter's going to be at around 1230-ish. If you want to go down, check it out. Talk to him personally. He's got lots more to say. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, how mindful are you? How mindful am I of what we speak, what we think, what we say? We'll be right back.